As you've been hearing in the news, BC is tightening up some of the regulations around decriminalization of illicit drugs in our province. What does that mean exactly? Well, there have been a lot of concerns around the consumption of drugs in public places. We've heard that loud and clear everywhere, right? And new legislation introduced yesterday aims to deal with that. So to talk more about that, uh, Mike Farnworth joins us now, BC's Minister of Public Safety and Solicitor General. Thanks for being here. Yeah, good morning. Okay, so tell me what this does. What it does is it lays out where you cannot use, uh, where there cannot be public use of drugs. So, for example, parks, playgrounds, sports fields, uh, beaches, um, bus stops, an area within six meters around a bus stop, for example, entrances to doorways to businesses to to residential buildings. um, All of those are are, are captured by the the new legislation. And it's in response to, um, you know, concerns we've heard from the public and from local government uh, that uh, uh, about uh, what they were seeing. And the reality is this, uh, decriminalization was never about uh, being able to use uh, open drug use whenever and wherever you wanted. Yeah, because there has been a lot of pushback from advocates in the last 24 hours saying, oh, BC is changing its mind, this is going to hurt uh, drug users, it stigmatizes them further. What do you say to that? No, we disagree with that. Um, We know that more than 12,000 people have died because of the toxic uh, drug crisis in this province. Indeed, it's an issue right across the country in North America. Um, We know that uh, the the old ways of criminalizing addicts is not working. It does not work. Uh, what we need to do is to ensure people have the services, that there are, there are places that are appropriate for them to use where they can get they can get help. But just as important, we need to balance that off with the, the, you know, the, the rights of the public to be able to use public spaces um, you know, with their families and their kids and, and not have to worry about, about uh, open, open drug use. Um, we've struck a balance. Um, there are some people who say the legislation goes too far and there'll be others who say it doesn't, doesn't go far enough. Um, this is about. This is not about you know criminalization of people who have a health uh, health issue, which is an addiction. Um, it's about a balance. Okay, so what kind of measures are included here for enforcement, though? So the it is a progressive approach. Um, and what does we that put mean? in place what it means is so if someone is using in a place where they're not supposed to, police uh, will uh, be able to go to them and say you're not to use here, you cannot use here, uh, and then they are all, they would be able to then go, if the person does not, um, um, you know, listen to what the, the, the police are saying, does not move on, uh, then the police can say, you know, if you don't, then your, uh, the, the, the drug that you have will be taken, and finally there is uh, the provision of it can be a, uh, a provincial offense. Um, and so that's the, the approach that's being taken. That's what police have wanted. This is not, in their view, it's not about enforcement and sticking people in jail. It's about being able to get people to move on, uh, getting them to, directing them to places where, you know, a safe consumption site or an overdose prevention site, uh, or being able to direct them to services um, in terms of, of, of treatment and services to, to assist them. Uh, this is what police have been telling us is what they need. This is what local governments have been telling us that is what is needed to be able to deal with, with situations that they have been seeing uh, in their communities. When you say, okay, then finally it's a provincial offense, does that mean that they can levy a fine? Like if somebody says, no, I'm not moving, what do you really do at that point? Well, a, a, a provincial offense could, you know, potentially be, be jailed, but that's not what this is about. It's about um, getting people to move on. To move to a more appropriate, to move to an appropriate location, 
and um, this is this is what we have. Uh, in, in we did a significant amount of consultation. We talked with uh, health experts. We talked with public health officials. We talked to local government, UBCM, First Nations uh, Health Authority, First Nations, uh, police, um, people with lived experience, um, to get input. And what we also want to ensure is that there's a standard approach right across the province. That's why the the six meter uh, rule is in place. Uh, it's uh, the s- similar to um, you know s- the smoking, the restrictions that we have around smoking and alcohol uh, and cannabis in public places as well. Okay, so how soon then could this potentially come into effect? Um, the bill has been tabled in the legislature. Uh, it will obviously be up for debate. Uh, once it's passed and given royal assent, then the regulations will be put in place, and uh, then it is the, uh, the 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 law of the land, the law of the province. Okay, and while I have you, I have to ask you about this whole Surrey policing situation with this letter from the Director of Police Services. Is it really that bad behind the scenes? Like, is is, it, is there a frustration there that Surrey is not coming to the table to get this done? Uh, there's been a lot of work that has been that has been done. Uh, the the special advisor Jessica McDonald, who's a, you know a dis, has a, had a distinguished career uh, both in the public service and in the private sector. Uh, has been working uh, very hard uh, with uh, Surrey Police Service, uh, meeting with the RCMP, uh, both locally and at the federal level, and with staff at the, the City of Hall. There's been a lot of work done. But the City of Surrey, uh, the Director of Police Service, who has a statutory responsibility to ensure that things are, are being done uh, in terms of regards to, to, to policing, um, has outlined a number of areas where there has been a lack of action by the City of Surrey, and that needs to, that needs to change. They need to get on with uh, moving the transition forward. The decision has been made. The decision is final. Uh, and it's our expectation that that happens. And that's why the Director of Police Services sent the letter to the City of Surrey. The mayor says the provincial government hasn't given them a plan. Well, that's just wrong. There is, in fact, a plan. There has been a, a plan right in place since the beginning of the transition. Um, the city paused that plan, um, but that plan is still there. There's the, it's two phases, phase one uh, and phase two. Uh, and phase one could be, uh, you know, resurrected, uh, put, you know, uh, given a uh, go-ahead again. And then uh, the phase two, which is work, uh, that uh, was anticipated would be required to be to be done between at the federal level and the provincial level, um, and and with the city uh, that work can continue while that phase one, uh, which is very much about the hiring and the redeployment of RCMP, uh, can continue. Like, would you be willing to sit down with the mayor? Has that happened I, at all? Like, sit down and say, let's do this. I have met with the mayor um, um, when the decision was made. Uh, what really needs to happen is the, the work has to take place at that staff level um, to move things forward. And uh, that's the expectation that, uh, that needs to happen. What is the next step here? Well, uh, you know, the, the letter's been sent to the, to the, to the city, um, to the mayor's uh, police board, and to the city. Uh, and so, you know, um, the director of police services will be following up to see what action is now being done by the city to the areas that were outlined. At the same time, um, as I publicly stated in the past, I will be introducing legislation this session uh, to ensure that uh, this kind of situation does not happen again. What, is, what does that mean? So that, that once that's for other municipalities, right? So if you're going to change, you're going to continue with it, and this is how it's going to happen? That's the kind of, you know, those are the things that we have been discussing um, with, uh, with local government uh, that, uh, that, led, that I think everybody wants to ensure that, that 
no local government or any solicitor general has to go through this uh, situation again. What would you say to Surrey residents who are obviously very frustrated watching this whole situation unfold? Um, no, I understand their frustration, uh, but the, the decision has been made. The decision is final. I think most residents of Surrey understand and know that, and they want the transition to, to get on, and that's what, uh, that's what has to happen, uh, and it will get done. All right. Thank you very much for your time. My pleasure. Appreciate that. Mike Farnworth, BC's Minister of Public Safety and the Solicitor General, talking about a couple of different things. One, uh, the new kind of rules that they're putting into place around the use of illicit drugs in public places. That's obviously going to be a change. Advocates aren't happy about it, as you heard, uh, but they are pushing forward with that. And, of course, the story policing situation. Now, if you want to weigh in on those... Let's hear from you, simi at cknw.com. Would love to get your thoughts on it. This is going to be a continuing discussion today because what we're waiting for now is to hear what the mayor uh, has to say in response to the letter from the director of police services saying, you are obstructing us. We're trying to have these meetings. We're trying to get this thing done. You know, we're trying to provide you with information and you know, nothing is happening. So what does the mayor have to say about that? That is the next step in this story. And yes, we will be waiting to hear more. Just keep it tuned in here for the latest.